Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and thank you so much for taking time to listen to our podcast. I'm joined today by the fabulous Regold. Hi, Re. Hey, Stacey. How's it going? Wonderful. And today we're talking about something that really got me fired up the very first time that I heard you speak about it. I'm talking about creating a mission statement for your business, for your life, for your why. And the reason that I get fired up talking about it is because the very first time I was at the idea conference in 2016 in Phoenix, and the very first session of the day was this topic. We had to sit down and really think about our business and what we wanted to create and putting some words around that. And I found just from doing that, that it set me up not only for the conference, but it set me up for the future for my business. I really knew from that moment on where we were going. So I thought it would be interesting for you to share with the listeners that process so that they could perhaps do that for themselves. It might be a little bit of a working podcast, this one. I hope you put your notebooks ready <laughs> so that then Actually, they can- Actually, that's a good idea. Awesome. So to get started, when it comes to a mission statement, why is it important that that's something that we have? I look at it as it's it's really describes why we do what we do. A mission statement articulates sort of the fundamental purpose. It answers the question, why does our studio or school exist? Yeah, and with that, it makes it so much easier to get out of bed in the morning when you really know why you're here and what purpose you're serving, right? Yes, yes, it sure does. And you know what? It it kind of can serve as the guide for the school's decision-making process. I kind of feel like once you've created it, you can always ask, you know, when you're thinking of a new program or a new project, does this fit what my original mission statement is? And... For those listening, uh, I want to say this. It's not a, I'm putting this in black and white and I'm never changing it. Sometimes our mission evolves over time. We live, we learn, we grow, and we decide that we're changing a little bit. And that's okay as long as you know what the mission is. So where do we start, Ray? When you say mission statement, some people might be going, oh my goodness, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how I create that. What's some really practical things about where we can actually sit down and put pen to paper? Okay, I, uh, I'm going to give you some bullet points first, and then I'm going to give you some key phrases that I think will make this easier to understand. So Define what it is that you want to do as a school owner. And, and what do I mean by that? For me, as a studio owner, I want to create a, a nurturing environment. I want to create a, a place where kids can come and feel free to express themselves. And as we've talked in previous podcasts for me it would be it didn't matter what the skill level was of the child I'm I'm there to accomplish uh every child learning to discover their passion for dance and also I would add to that is 
the why of what what you choose to accomplish is something that you need to think about. And before we start writing anything or start thinking about the words we're going to use, I want to say a couple more things about why the mission statement is important. When we sit down with our faculty and our staff, by having a mission statement that everybody understands, it, it aligns all of our actions in a, in a place where we're all pursuing the same mission in the end. And just the, the two sentences of a mission statement can keep almost everybody, I don't even know why I said almost, can keep everybody on track as to what your school is all about and what the goals and mission of the school are. And I look at it as it generates short and long-term goals that I have because once your mission statement is set, it's not the end, it's the beginning. You, you, you apply everything that you want to do to grow your business or where you want to see yourself in the future based around the mission statement. That's so powerful because I'm a big believer in manifesting what we want in this world and having a mission statement that you put together that really explains not just where you are and what you want, but where you're going to go is so powerful in actually putting that out into the universe and saying, you know, this is the kind of school that I want and this is what I want to achieve. So let's go do it. I'm with you 100%. And I have some things that our listeners can think about. I don't suggest that you take these words and use them specifically. Like I want them to inspire our listeners to think of how they would express the same thing. But, but here are a list of things that I might think about when I'm starting to create the mission statement. We want to offer quality dance education. So somehow I would express that in there as quickly as possible. Um, I like to include the environment. For me, it's about a safe environment. For me, it's about age appropriate. I might incorporate that. You and I have talked about family friendly before. Yep. Um, experience, faculty, customer service. Your mentoring is something that I might incorporate into that. Life lessons and skills. And I have some individual words, too. Uh, so if you have your pads out, here are some things. An environment that's accepting. Uh, an atmosphere that encourages creativity. I just have the word empowering here because to me, when I'm teaching dance and I can get a child to feel confident, let's say, whether they're dancing in the classroom or they're on stage, I'm empowering them. I'm empowering their, their self-esteem. Another word that I might incorporate is discipline because I think there isn't enough of that in our world and dance encourages that. And not necessarily in a negative way, but in a way that that children need to learn that in order to achieve this, they must do this. And to me, that's discipline. Absolutely. Um, healthy from a physical standpoint and healthy from an environmental standpoint, healthy from a mentor, leader, teacher standpoint. 
uh, nurturing, nurturing the artist in the child, um, principles. We, we have principles within our studio. And uh, I have another word here that it's respect. And for me, when I think of using respect within my mission statement, it's for every child or every adult who dances with me. I respect who they are, respect what they want to accomplish, and respect the skill level that they may or, or may not choose. Yes, so important. And when it comes to the mission statement, it's important that it's not just a bunch of words that you put down in a document that you never look at again, isn't it? It has to be something that is part of what you do and is quite visible for not just your staff and your team, but also your customers and your dancers. Absolutely. I look at it as maybe the first thing people see on the website. Yeah. I look at it as up on the wall in the studio lobby or waiting room so that it's it's subliminally being reiterated not only to our students and their parents, but to our faculty and staff and everybody who's associated with the studio. So yes, it should be everywhere. It could be at the bottom of all of your stationery. Yep, I hadn't thought of that, but that's perfect. Or, or, or your signature on your email. I think when we talk about stationery, we might be dating ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but you get my point. It's, it's out there, it's consistent, and everybody understands that you kind of live by this code. Yeah. I just love the idea of what you said about it being up in the wall, like on the wall in the studio. And not only the studio, but when you walk in in the foyer as well, I I just think that would be really powerful. Mine's currently not up there, but I'm thinking about the conversations that I have with the students in the studio, whether I'm talking about um, reinforcing positive behavior or when I have to have a conversation about some negative behavior, being able to point to the wall and say, you know, little Katie's really done well this week because she, you know, helped another student. And part of our mission is that we're going to help others and pointing up to the wall to kind of reinforce that. And the same when somebody does something that doesn't align with our mission statement, being able to say, well, you know, that's, that's not how we do things because as you can see, we are all about helping others insert pointing to the <laughs> sign here. And the same with those difficult parents. If you have a parent that comes up to you and says, you know, I want this or I want that, or you did this and you didn't do this right. Being able to point to the mission statement and say, well, you can understand that we're not going to do that or that that's not appropriate because this is our mission. It's right, right. here on the wall for you to see. And don't only think about it with the students uh, or their parents. Think about it with all of the employees, especially the teachers. Every couple of months, maybe it goes into their mailbox and it just says, reiterating our mission, have a great day, and consistently work with the faculty. When you have meetings with them, ask them what they do to uh, enhance or live up to the mission within their classroom. Mm. And if this, if this is the first time you, you go in and you talk to them about the mission and what you see it to be and how they can make it happen within the school. So you bring up a great point Ray, about getting your, your staff and your team on board. What I actually did after I, 
finished at the conference with you guys in Phoenix is I brought all of the words and all of the, you know, the mission that I had created as part of that workshop home to my studio, but I didn't show my staff. I just started from the top and did the task with them just to see what they would come up with and to give them ownership of the process and kind of directed them slightly. They didn't need much direction. We were kind of on the same page, but kind of directed them in the way that we all ended up with the same outcome and the same mission at the end. And then they felt like they had created something special and and so now when we, I have to have moments where we're talking about it or we're bringing it up, they were there, they were part of it. So it wasn't kind of an isolated incident where I, you know, said, this is what we're going to do. And here we go. They developed it themselves. So it's really easy for me to say, okay, well that's, you know, you know what our mission is because they do because they were in the room when we wrote it. I love that concept. I, I think our listeners, especially if it's the first time that they're approaching it, go in and hang out with them and, and ask them what their input is and what they think the mission should be. Then take the suggestions home and, and incorporate it or, or create it right there with them. Yeah, we had big bits of butcher's paper on the ground and colourful markers and we were kind of all writing different words and then we kind of circled those words and put them all together and and came up with it. And now for new people, uh, we have little quizzes in our staff meeting every couple of months that, you know, there's a there's a prize at the end of a chocolate bar or something just small and cute where one of the questions is, can you name our mission statement? And that's so that I'm constantly reiterating how important it is to me and to us and to the organization that you do know what it is and you are all about it. And I need to get it on the wall next. That's, that's the next step. I need my email signature. <laughs> we get better every day. <laughs> that's right. So when people are thinking about a mission statement, Ray, how long should a mission statement be? Should this be a, a one pager or should this be one sentence? People I, get daunted. I look at it as one or two sentences. It's not a lot, and it's, it's, it's simple and easy for people to understand. So I'll share with you a couple. Each one of these is going, the first one is your average dance studio open to recreational and, and probably more advanced kids as well. And, and the second one is for a more professional school. I'll give you a couple of examples. So my first one is, and this is two sentences, though they might be a little long, in the second, maybe I'll be able to tell you how many words it is. Our mission is to instill a lifelong appreciation for the art of dance within a safe studio environment. Sentence two, we will provide professional dance instruction that encourages students of all ages and skill levels to excel to their full potential. Love it. Okay, so that's that's a two sentence, probably a twenty-five word, could be thirty word uh, mission statement. But I get and a now, really clear indication from that of who your audience is, who you want to be there, and what kind of experience they're going to have. That it really wraps it up beautifully. And and I want to mention something. None of this talks about we're going to make great dancers. 
What, what this talks about is the impact that we're going to have on the students, on their lives, on their person, on their future, because that's what our ultimate mission is. This dance experience enhances their lives. So I don't, why I say that is I don't recommend that we say that we're trying to make the best dancers or, or dancers who win, you know, just kids who strive for excellence in life is, is the mission. Yep. Okay, so I have a second one here. Uh, our mission is to offer the highest standards in dance education with professional facilities and faculty to assist our students in their pursuit of a career in the dance field. Mm. With both of these, I have covered the more uh, professional school and I've covered the more what I call mixed curriculum school. And in both, I've kind of looked back at those words that we talked about earlier in our conversation and, and, and been inspired by them and incorporated certain ones in. The thing is, it can't be too much and it can't be too wordy. Yeah. Yep. And that's easy to do when you've got a team environment, when you've got lots of people collaborating and everyone kind of chooses a word. It's really important to still make the people that are contributing feel valued in what they're bringing to the table, but also making sure that the end product that you get with is not too much. And it, it, the, the best thing would be within that discussion is to say, so let's say somebody says family friendly environment, and then somebody else says something that's similar, but it's, it isn't phrased that way. And in communicating and saying to them, well, what does that mean to you? Number one, it causes them to think. And number two, sometimes you can say, well, now we're overlapping on those two. How do we merge that together to make one state? Yes, perfect. And then they still feel valued and their point has still been made, but you haven't, you haven't got yourself in a situation where you're having to use words that don't really fit. You got it. This mission statement idea, re is so important for knowing where you're going and what you're doing and what you're trying to create with your studio. I really love it for the idea that it's going to make your studio stand out because those two examples that you gave were two completely different studios and they could be on the same block. They could be, you know, at either end of the street, but you really know from listening to that mission, you know, which, which place is most suited to you. Absolutely. I didn't even think of it that way, but you're absolutely right. And even if they were in the same community, maybe a block away, they would be attracting different clientele. We can all coexist. One of the reasons for creating your mission statement is to set yourself apart from everybody else. Exactly. And then you can attract the people that will really get what you're doing and will be really great customers for you and cause you minimal headaches. Correct. And you know that the mission statement of, of your, con- or your, your concept or your goal is for children to be once a week dancers and just love dance and be passionate about dance is a good enough goal. We don't have to have these lofty goals to produce the best product. 
we we can have very simple goals that that we can live by and and achieve and make uh, quite an impact on the kids who dance through our classroom. Simple. We sure can. And it's up, it's up to us to set expectations for our customers. And we can do that through the mission statement. If we're saying that what we want to achieve is happy, smiling, confident um, children who feel comfortable in a safe environment that's family friendly, then when we do that every day, parents are going to be happy because we've said what we're going to do as part of our mission. And then we achieve it. If our mission statement says we're going to produce Broadway dancers, you know, 15 Broadway dancers a year, not that you'd put that in your mission statement, but you know what I mean? If you set your goals really, really high and quite unrealistic, the parents will always have something to say because you subconsciously have said, this is where we're setting the bar. And when you don't reach it, they will think they're not getting value for money. When the quality of your teaching in the classroom could be outstanding, but they won't see it that way. It's about setting expectations and doing a a mission statement that's really close to your values is a really good way to set yourself up. Yes, yes, yes. And I look at my mission as that I'm I'm not only teaching the child, I'm going to give the family an experience. They're going to be glad that somebody in their family participates in dance because it will enhance their lives as well. For sure. And what I want from my mission statement is to get my message out to the wider community. You know, a lot of, and I'm going to say dads and be very, I'm going to generalize, but a lot of people in our community, including, you know, dads and brothers that are going to soccer instead of coming to dance, they don't understand what we do. They don't know what a plie is and they, they don't really care what a plie is. But if what they see is us promoting that we are family friendly or that we are creating you know, great dancers through quality training. They understand that that's language that people in our wider community can, can understand. And then they'll have so much more interest in, in what we do and in, you know, maybe collaborating with us or getting involved or referring us to a friend because they, they understand, they get it. Yes. Yes. It's, it's a physical activity like a sport. I don't like to call it a sport, but it is a physical activity that, that enhances their strength, their, their balance, all, all things that the, the guys can relate to. I think sometimes uh, we don't share with the non-dance world all of the benefits or, or get them to easily understand that it isn't all about, you know, turning on the music and twirling, that there's there's a skill to this, there's a a dedication to this. And uh, whether you're a guy or a girl, it's, it's, it's in your soul, it's a passion. And most everybody, male or female, can relate to that if they understand that's what it is. That's right. And if we're using our mission statement to communicate that, then we've just won ourselves some more fans. You got it. You got it. And and I want our listeners to know that this doesn't take long and, and you don't have to do it in one night. You can write words down and then in a couple days go back. You could take six months to do this. If you haven't had it in the past, don't put yourself under pressure. Create it and then know when it feels right and that's when you're done. 
And then in two years, pull it out again. Make sure that you're living by it or that you don't want to update or evolve in some way that you didn't know when you created the previous one. You want you didn't know where you wanted to be at that time. I have to tell you, Ray, we've just updated ours um, from the one we created in 2016. And it's not because we looked at it and thought that there's things in it that, you know, don't service anymore. It's because once we started really putting it out there, and, and that's kind of what I did after I came back from your conference, I really got quite verbal with it in our communications. Now every second school in my area is using the same words. So we've just done a rehash. <laughs> Suddenly everybody is nurturing. <laughs> Suddenly everybody is family friendly. So we've, um, we've done a bit of a, a, a point two zero of our mission statement. And, and listen, I, that you bring up a good point. Uh, I know lots of people who sometimes feel frustrated because somebody will try to recreate something that they've done or, or use the same language. You always have to stay one step ahead. It's, it's the way of the world. And, and so give yourself a pat on the back that somebody thought that mission statement was so cool that they were going to use it. Oh, it's incredibly flattering. And it's kind of a running joke in our team now. It's kind of spot the Miss Stacy when you look at, you know, other people's things or things that other people are doing online. You can go, oh, look, <laughs> they're doing <Yes>. that. <laughs> it's a compliment. It and is. you are always, always evolving if you are a person who is going to succeed. For sure. So we encourage you to get your notebook out, scribble down some words, have a think about, just put 20 minutes aside and have a think about what you want that mission statement to look like and then pencil it into your diary for the next time you meet with your team to really get together and, and hone, hone in something amazing. Then we would love to hear from you. You can hit us up on our Facebook page or at regold.com. We would love to hear what you come up with for a mission statement and uh, we'd love to share that with our listeners too. I think that's an awesome idea. We do want to hear from you. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, we'd love you to do that too. We're on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and you can leave us a review and subscribe at any time. This has been a blast. And I'd like to say to our listeners, we are in the greatest profession of them all. And if we can figure out what our goals and objectives are, we'll enjoy the journey more. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 